From the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between, this is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student-athletes and their families. If your son or daughter is serious about college athletics, call them at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athletes. Here we go. It's another edition of the 5050 Podcast, powered by our proud partners, College Promoters USA. College Promoters USA, they are America's premier college prep program and high school student-athlete marketing service since 1997. Homegrown and based out of San Antonio, Texas, Those of you in the South Texas, Central Texas area, you can find them locally here in San Antonio in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center. You can also find them on social media, on Twitter at SATX Recruiting, as well as on Instagram at College Promoters USA. You can also find them on their website for more information at collegepromotersusa.com. So here we go. We're back. It's been a while since we had been back under the... uh, the flagship, right? The 5050 podcast after probably what the last two months of inside Texas high school soccer exclusively covering the UIL state playoffs. It's great to be back. And my, uh, my guests today are the new coaches of the upstart brand new first year program that will be in January of 2023, the Iowa colony high school pioneers. We have coach Brad Harrington, head women's soccer coach and coach Edward Garcia, head men's soccer coach of Iowa Colony. Coaches, how are you? And doing well. Doing awesome. Living the dream. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Just hoping no one wakes you up, right, Coach Harrington? Living the dream, hoping no one wakes you up. All right. So welcome, welcome. So, hey, we're excited. Always love being able to feature coaches that are making the transition to a new program. And in this case, it's a it's an extra special case because you all are also actually stepping into a first year program. So uh, let's get going. So tell us a little bit briefly, whoever wants to go first, doesn't really matter, but you don't have to go into all the details in terms of the background, but tell us um, where you've been and how you got here. I'll go ahead and start Uh, coach Garcia here. Um, I've been coaching for a good, you know, nine years, almost 10 years now. Um, I've been coaching at every level, at the freshman level, JV level, and now I'm ready to take my step up to become the first year head coach. Um, so I did, you know, start as high school down in Pasadena, Texas. It's a 6A school. And right now I'm leaving Shadow Creek High School and moving into Iowa Colony. And I'm super excited to get to build and create my own program. You know, I'm, I'm living the dream, like Coach Harrington said. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, I'm Brad Harrington. Uh, I've been the last 10 years, I've been at West Columbia, for, coaching at Columbia High School the first year, right out of college. I was a JV boys coach, uh, mainly helping with the keepers as well as in the JV team. Uh, and then the girls coach left, and I was able to take over that program. 
uh, given a chance at a pretty early age, you know, not really knowing what I was doing, but, you know, I made plenty of mistakes on the way, but had tons of fun doing it. And I've been, been there for nine years and it was one of the programs, you know, driving by, seeing, seeing the school being built, you know, thought it could be a big time opportunity to go. Yeah. Awesome. Good deal. So, yeah, in case you'll notice the sound, slightly different sound from Coach Harrington, uh, as that may that may show up a little bit more on the audio on the audio podcast. But he is a, a man that never rests. Right. He's calling us live from a, an actual press box. Is that right? Yes, sir. The, the Columbia High School's powder puff game is going on. So I was doing the announcement. And so it was time to do this. So I was able to come here from here. There you go. Use one of the boxes. Most important game on the athletic calendar, right? Awesome. So thank you, uh, gentlemen, again. Thank you for joining us. So let's dive right in. We'll start maybe with Coach Garcia here. So to the both of you, what, uh, you know, different – obviously you're coming from different different backgrounds in terms of head coaching, that head coaching experience and existing programs versus a, an assistant position. But what made you – what made you all both want to make that, uh, make that leap towards Iowa Colony? What was it? Uh, well, for me, it was more of getting the opportunity. Um, all my kids have always said, coach, 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 you should try to be a head coach. You should be the head coach. You should try to do this, try. And, you know, it was just that leap of faith and, you know, the new high school is opening up and I said, you know what, I'm just going to take that jump and see what happens. And I landed on my feet. I guess you could say that. Coach Harrington? Uh, like I said, you know, I've been the head coach here, and it was one of those. Just, it was an opportunity to the school that I knew was going to end up growing in size. Uh, a big one for my family because I just had my uh, my third son was born three weeks ago. So just awesome. a chance going there to be able to coach just one sport. So in the fall, instead of being at the football field the whole time till, till dark, I'll be able to be home with them a little bit more. And also be able to kind of coach my other two sons in their uh, youth soccer here. Awesome. Congrats. Uh, congrats on the new little one to both you and your wife. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, so we've talked about that and you hit on it a little bit, different reasons, right? So, um, have you all even take us through that process? So we have head coaches or not head coaches, but we have assistant coaches across the state that might be listening and maybe they haven't gone through that process yet in terms of the interview process. And in, and in y'all's case, it's the interview process for a brand new school, right? Brand new program. Take us just briefly what you can share. What was that interview process uh, like? Uh, well, I haven't done this. I did it so recently. So basically, you just got to have some enthusiasm. You know, ha be ready to show what you are going to do with your program, how you're going to build your program, what type of culture you're going to have in your program and what can you do for your community to build, to help build your program as well. So it's just one of those things. You just have to have a lot of enthusiasm and passion for basically what you want to do and, and just go in there ready to go and show them, Hey, I want to be the head coach here basically. Yeah. Kind of doing what he said. I mean, big thing with that, like I said, the enthusiasm, you know, even though I've been a head coach for a while, you know, I'm actually from West Columbia. So, you know, the interview here was a little bit different to with this one was with brand new people that I've never met, you know, right. otherwise before. So it was it was a uh, nerve wracking for sure. But, yeah, you know, just 
going through and, you know, hope that, you know, my passion for the game and passion for the kids and, you know, my kind of my vision for what could be that here, you know, kind of sold it on them. So. And what was that in terms of the time frame of that uh, coaches? What was that like as far as in terms of from from when you first applied to when you were actually notified that you were you were going to be the new head coach and were offered the job? Uh, I applied, I would say, back in February. Well, January. Take that back. I applied in January and I was getting nervous because I hadn't had a call yet. Right. And then around spring break, they're like, hey, we're going to set up your interview, you know, at this date and time. I said, sure, ready to go. I went in there, did my interview and like. A little bit over 24 hours later, boom, they got the call. Hey, Coach Garcia, would you like this position? I was like, yes, sign me up, ready to go. <laughs> and that's how it was for me. How about you, Coach? Yeah, it's pretty similar. You know, you know, some of the coaches here had worked for the Alvin ISD, so they kind of let me know when it was open and, you know, I was interested. So when I applied, probably back in, in uh, January or so, you know, I got a message pretty quick and it said, hey, we're going to set up interviews in a little bit. We're letting everyone kind of apply and do all this kind of thing. And then kind of same thing. I was like, oh, I didn't got a call in a while. I was like, well, I guess maybe I didn't get it. And then sure enough, Coach Garza called me up and said, hey, we're trying to set up an interview. So, which also made me even probably more nervous. So, you know, I said being the first time doing something like that. And, uh, you know, did my interview right before spring break. So, like, oh, we'll tell you after spring break. And then just kind of craziness kind of happened. And I didn't hear anything. And then probably a little bit after spring break is when they uh, when they told me. But it was kind of crazy kind of going in because even during my interview, the uh, my computer didn't work. So I just kind of had to – I luckily I had some portfolios and things ready for them to go. So I was kind of well prepared, you know, but I had to kind of do it off the off the cuff a little bit. So I think yeah. it helped work up for me. So <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that head coaching experience came in and came into play right there, right about there, didn't it? So uh, Yeah. <laughs> so in both cases, right? So it's pretty interesting, right? In both cases, you it you all had applied and had been in that process for so long that you all kind of assumed that maybe it you all weren't going to be selected, huh? So that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, a little bit. I said I know Coach Guards and them. I said open up a new school. They're they're having to interview all kinds of crazy people and stuff. So I mean, it's it's understandable. Still kind of nerve wracking, but you know, right, right, right. You know, awesome. Understood. Yeah. Well, no, that's great. That's great info. It's great info for you all to be able to share as well with, you know, some of our coaches that want that are aspiring head coaches one day that are putting in the time. So yeah, great info, great info. So coach Garcia, this is, you know, this is your first, first head coaching gig, as we mentioned earlier, where, what are your thoughts in terms of uh, philosophy and culture? Like what, what is that going to look like from you since you're, you're stepping into new, new territory? Uh, this first year, you know, and this is something I mentioned in my, you know, interview for any coach that might open up a new school. My biggest thing is building a very strong culture, uh, strong minded can when their backs against the wall, they just keep going forward no matter what, because I'm pretty sure we're going to get into this question later, but I'm going to have freshmen and sophomores going against varsity players at 18 years old and if we're going to get bumps and bruises It's building that culture, get back up and keep going because, you know, I got your back, you know, that that's what I'm going to try and do build that first year is build a strong minded player and, you know, just keep going when you get punched. Yeah. 
And Coach Harrington, in your case, you're obviously you come with those nine, nine plus years of head coaching experience there at West Columbia. How how do you tackle it? Is it as simple as, hey, I just I pick up one campus and I take everything that I am and insert it at a new campus? How, what's your approach? I mean, hopefully I'll take some of the lessons learned here. You know, like I said, made plenty of mistakes kind of going along the way. Uh, but really just try to take some of the things that I've done here, implement them there. But also it's, it's really about building something new. As much as I have the, some of that background knowledge of the stuff we've done, I mean, these are completely different kids. I, you know, we got to still start from the ground up. You know, we got to start building that foundation. You know, we got to, you know, get with them over the summer, doing different kind of workouts and things and start building some trust. I mean, like that it, it all builds down from there. Yeah, yeah. And so have you also, take us through this, because of the oddity of you're stepping into a brand new school, brand new program at a brand new school, I should say. Have you all had a chance to, to talk with any any future incoming student athletes that you all eventually are going to have there? How how does how has that worked out for you all? Uh, for me, it was a little bit easier because I'm at Shadow Creek High School, which is maybe six, seven minutes from the new uh, high school down 288. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, I was able to go to a couple of junior high games to see some of the new right. kids that I'm going to get. So I talked about maybe six or seven kids from the uh, from eighth grade going into ninth grade. So um, it's but it's very limited. Um, again, I don't know who all signed up for soccer and it's going to be one of those. I'll meet you maybe the first day of school, um, it's going to be one of those deals for me as well, because there are some other kids coming from another high school that's going to fill in the sophomores that I have not met at all. So I know a couple of them have met, emailed me, but face to face, I have not met any of them. So it's going to be starting from ground zero the first day of school when I finally get to see them. Hopefully I'll get to see some of them during summer workouts um, this summer. But, you know, majority of them won't come until the first day of school. So it's gonna, that's the challenge I'm going to have right now. So will there be a, a full-fledged summer workout that summer workouts that you'll be able to have there initially? Or how, how does that work? Yes, there will be summer workouts. We're going to hold it at the junior high next to the high school because we're not allowed on there just yet because they're still gotcha. doing some, some construction. But yes, we will have uh, power and sh- uh, strength and conditioning exercises. Plus, we'll be able to do sports-specific stuff with them um, afterwards or before that this summer. Coach, thoughts? Yeah, uh, I mean, kind of building on him, you know, a lot of it, you know, luckily he's a little bit closer. You know, I'm at West Columbia and I, I live right outside of town, so it's only 30 minutes, so it's not that bad of a drive. Uh, but with everything kind of going on. I'm actually the junior high coach here as well. So I wasn't able to watch too. I was trying to get to some junior high games up there to see some of the girls. And I had one day in mind that just happened to be the day that my son decided he was going to come early. So, you know, they kind of got nipped in the bud there. So I wasn't able to watch any of the girls there, but I did meet a couple of them. And then just recently I kind of emailed them trying to get everything set up on SportsU and trying to get a contact them and tell them about our power camp, which is what our strength and condition is called. Uh, as well as, you know, some of the sports-specific stuff opportunities we're going to have over the summer. Gotcha. So, and so Coach alluded to it a little bit earlier, so we'll get right into it. So you all are initial four, uh, 4A, first year for, uh, 4A, and you're competing in full-fledged varsity right from the, you know, right from the get-go. You'll be in 21 4A. 
And Coach Harrington, you'll get to see a, a school that you're awfully familiar with, obviously, right? From the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but take us, this is kind of a two-parter for both of you. So your your thoughts on, just as Coach Garcia mentioned, is basically all freshmen and sophomores competing, playing up anywhere from one to three years. And also the, and your thoughts on, on 21-4A. That's a seven-team district, as we mentioned. Uh. I'm just, it's just one of those things. It's going to be new territory for me um, because I haven't seen any of these schools, you know, because I've always been in 6A or 5A. Um, so this is my first time being in 4A. So this is a, this will be the first time I actually get to see any of these schools. Um, I know from what I saw from the playoffs that Stafford High School, which is in our district and West Columbia High School, they both made it pretty deep in the playoffs this past year for the boys. So I know they're going to be some tough, tough competition. But, you know, it's just one of those things. Got to get my boys mentally ready and, you know, just go forward. No matter what happens, it happens. We're just going to grow from it and get better for next year. Yeah, just kind of going on uh, the girls' side, you know, luckily a little bit with girls, you know, for the most part, they start getting pretty physically mature when it comes to freshman, sophomore years. So I think from the physicality, you know, we'll have to get used to it because we're playing against some older girls. But I think, you know, hopefully we're ready. We're going to be competitive. Uh, you know, again, you know, being going to the same district that I've actually pretty much been in the last 10 years almost, you know, I know pretty much every one of the coaches. You know, I know what they're, you know, what they're kind of bringing back. I mean, all the teams that are in our district on the girls' side. Uh, Needville, probably, you know, finished second last year, just ahead of West Columbia. Uh, returned a bunch of players. They're missing a big, graduated a really good uh, striker in their goalie. Uh, you know, West Columbia hosts, you know, they lost a couple of good seniors to graduation, but they returned a whole group, whole group of uh, young ladies and some eighth graders are going to show up. Uh, Prizes Ford and Sweeney both kind of bring back their whole team for about, you know, minus one or two. So, I mean, they're going to be tough. So, I mean, it's going to be a real tough competitive district. You know, we're going to we're going to give it all a go. And you know, I said, we're going to try to try to see if we can make a little noise first year out of the game. Great, great. So, you know, so Coach Harrington, you've obviously seen this for for about 10 years now, whereas Coach Garcia, you you just alluded to it. You're you're seeing it really kind of for the first time. But what are your thoughts on on 4A soccer as a whole? And here's part of the reason why I ask that is my um, during our recent coverage of the states, the state playoffs, right, the uh, and particularly the state tournament uh, or the 4A, the competition at the 4A level and the 4A tournament on the girls' side and the boys' side, the state tournament, that is, um, particularly on the girls' side, for me, it was kind of what stole the show, uh, the both the semifinal and the finals, and including, you know, Salina and uh, Midlothian Heritage giving us an absolute classic in a final at the 4A level. So what are your thoughts on that? I So I called it last year as the the official arrival of, of the 4A, you know, of the 4A classification what are your thoughts on 4a soccer i mean in just the 10 years i've been kind of with it i mean it's it's grown so much uh you know we got some programs just i mean just like in all the other classifications you know the dallas area is hot you know they always have some good teams but you know i saw you know the semifinal game lumberton who's coached by my you know my buddy over here keep kicking my own butt when i was at west columbia on the way to the on a state mm -hmm. tournament but you know, they were hanging tough. I mean, they were doing really well. They were up on, you know, middle ocean for a little bit. Like right. I said, they were, they were really bringing it, you know, and kind of taking it and just, you know, 
Heritage is a pretty good team, so they, you know, they played a good game. So, I mean, that's like I said, it's like you said, it's kind of everyone kind of showing up. Like there's not just not just one area. Like the, there's there's games all over the place. You know, the regional final for Region Three between Bay City and Lumberton was a heck of a game. Uh, you know, Bay City has all freshmen and sophomores. I mean, they're they're gonna you know roar back just as much then. One of my other buddies, Coach Devil guy. Yeah. You know, like I said, he's he's a good dude. You know, they're, like, they're hungry. You know, Lumberton's going to be them. I said they're always tough. I mean, there's some good teams in our region that we're really going to have to, you know, strive to kind of build towards. Yeah, Lumberton was one of those. Uh, we called them the. I mean, no, they didn't. No surprise in terms of within your district, but we called them. They were some uh, some bracket busters because they they destroyed a lot of people's brackets along the way and. Oh, yeah. Bay City would. He returned a lot of that. Yeah, they were, and uh, they return a lot of their players, and they're going to get one of their all-state defenders back too next year. Nice. So I mean, they're going to be just as good too. And like I said, it'll be, you know, Region Three is going to go through one of those two schools for sure. Yeah, awesome. Coach Garcia. Um, really, like I said, it's my first year playing in four A. I mean, probably one of the biggest things I can say that's probably helping four A is the fact that there's more community involved soccer growing around in the South more. Um, so you see little clubs popping up here and there, which is in introducing the game more to little kids and making them fall in love with it, which is helping their development. So I think that's, what's really helping 4A come out, you know, like, Hey, we got soccer too, you know, cause there's always big cities, big teams, big clubs, and more clubs in the big cities that's been helping the development for those 6A schools. But now these 4A small communities, they're, hey, they're starting to create their own little teams, their own little clubs, and soccer's being introduced to all now. So I really think that's what's helping helping 4A, you know, develop even faster and having some very competitive teams out there. That's that's what I can probably, you know, tell from that. Yeah, the guys 4A just kind of went off just because I've been with my buddies who was sitting in the booth next to me over here was uh is the voice coach and you know he's done such a great job over the years he was actually my coach my first my senior year of high school so got to coach with him uh but you know between them West Columbia's come a long way uh you know Brookshire the small town outside of Katy I mean they're they're always solid you know you got East Chambers who actually beat West Columbia in that third round game like that was a heck of a game by both teams you know this that's a town that only has 400 kids in the school you know, you get to make small things. And then, like, so the teams in our district, between, like, Wharton and Brazosport, you know, teams around here, I said, there's it's pretty tough in Region 3 for a 4A boys and girls. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, the uh... – the current uh, the current gold standard and reigning state champion in 4A 4A boys is right down the road from where I am. They're about 30 minutes away from where I from where I am here uh, there in Bernie. So uh, yeah, coach coach Strong, coach Strong has done a phenomenal job there with uh, with the Greyhounds. So um, all right, so we talk about again new program, right? So everything at a new program is. Everything is new in terms of facilities, the uniforms, and everything is everything's historic, right? Everything, any little bit, any little thing that happens is be, becomes a new piece of history that etched that's etched in that school's uh, history, that program's history. You feel you feel any pressure that comes with that? Um, I don't really. I don't feel any pressure. I'm just excited to get in there and get the program started. You know. Um, I'm just ready to go because, like you said, it's new grounds. Everything is new. 
um, expectations are just, hey, go out there, you know, let's just show what we got, get stronger, get better for the next season. Um, so it's just one of those things. I'm just ready to go. I'm not really too nervous about what I put on the field, you know, because I know I can get these kids ready to go the best I can. And so I'm not too nervous about that. I'm just excited and, and ready to go. And like you said, create, you know, history with every step, with every shot, with every, with every game. Yeah. I mean, that's, like I said, that's a little nervous, you know, like I said, especially, you know, after being somewhere so long and then starting something new, like, you know, Hey, did you make the right decisions on something? And, you know, I want to really kind of, kind of go out there and prove that, Hey, we got what it takes, you know, uh, you know, build that foundation, you know, from the ground up, you know, going here because, you know, pretty soon we'll be in Florida for a couple of years, but once we kind of pull up, you know, it's going to start moving on up. So it's going to be, you know, big to kind of hit the ground running if we can. Right. Right. Awesome. Great stuff. And last, uh, last question before, as we start segueing here, coaches. So for both of you respectively, what can we, uh, what can we expect from the pioneers in year one? Uh, for the boys side, at least a never give up attitude, um, take everything, you know, as a learning lesson and get better off of it, you know, that, and we're going to go out there and compete the best we can every single game, every single night, every single minute, every single second. Yep. And say, Hey, on the girls side, that said, we're going to, we're going to fight out to be competitive every single match that no matter what's happening, you know, whether we're up by a couple goals, down by a couple goals. It's gonna be never, never say die attitude. And gonna keep after it, and you know we're shooting for, you know, shooting for playoffs first out best we can. So, there you go, awesome. Doable, I think it is. So we'll see what happens. We uh, we might have to have you back here if that if that happens, Coach. So look forward to that. Look forward to covering <laughs> that. Awesome. So, um, so hey, that's great. So we're done. Segment one's in the books. We're gonna have you all join us for our second segment, Encounter Attack, where we get to get to have some fun with you guys a little bit. So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. College Promoters USA. Founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student-athletes and their families. If your son or daughter is serious about college athletics, call them at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA the best investment a parent can make in their high school student athletes. All right. And we're back with coach Brad Harrington and coach Edward Garcia, the head women's soccer and men's soccer coaches, new coaches, a new program there in the, uh, is it officially in Elvin? It seems, I know it's in the ISD, but is it, it's not in Elvin. I think officially the, the school's in Arcola, but it's in Iowa colony. It's like that. It's all one, a couple of little communities all right there just off of, uh, 280 you know 288 yeah so our people out outside of the huge the greater houston area give us kind of a a geographic snapshot coach where exactly is it located if you go straight down 288 from you know leaving houston going towards the the brass port and the beach it's about about 25 30 minutes south of houston so gotcha right there off the highway easy in easy out all right awesome so so now, now comes the fun part. Now comes the time you all have been dreading this whole time. We get to pick on you a little bit. 
have some fun right. at your expense. Let's yeah, go. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> all right, our counterattack segment. So the way this works, we ask, we fire away some questions, and you come back with, you know, relatively quick responses. Some some are going to require a little bit longer responses, but as best as you can, put you. Uh, we'll have some fun with this. So, all right, first one. Any game day game day superstitions or rituals? As a coach, uh, these are all as a coach, not as a former player. Uh, same shirt, same game pants. <laughs> all right. Yeah, not too much mine. You know, I'm you know whatever I'm doing. I, yeah, if we're if we're on a hot streak. You know, I don't I don't really shave or cut my hair. Or, you know, I wear some of the same clothes on game days. You know, all the little things like that. But you know, nothing nothing too outrageous. So. Yeah. Well, for the people that might only get the audio portion of this, coach, I got to ask you. I don't know, Coach Harrington, have you ever shaved? Because you got you kind of get the the beard, the beard of the podcast, uh, <laughs> man. You have the best groomed beard I think I may have ever seen on the podcast. Oh, that's awesome! Well, my wife will enjoy that. I I did. I kind of trimmed it up. We had newborn pictures a couple of days ago, so I had to I had to make sure I looked kind of cleaned yeah. up for it. So. Uh, I thought you were going to say you cleaned it up for us for the podcast, but okay. All right. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> All, right. All right. Next one. Are you uh emoji, emoji person or gift person? Which one? I'm both. <laughs> I said I think equal amount. Gift right. and, and emojis. He's diverse. All right. Which, how about you coach? Probably pretty much the same. I love the, uh, the crying, laughing emoji, and then got a few gifts that we use all the time. So, all right. So, what's the go-to? What's maybe the go-to gift that you can share? Of course. What's of maybe course. the go? What's the go-to <laughs> gift maybe that you find uh, yourself using more than probably any other? Half the time when I'm trying to talk to some of the girls and stuff, it feels like I'm using the uh, sandlots and killing me smalls. Uh, <laughs> gift yeah. the most. So. Yeah. Anything, so, Michael Scott from The Office. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. So last last book you read or one that you are currently reading? Oh, well, I'm currently reading. Well, the last book I read, fully read, uh, was My Turn. Um, that's the Johan Cruyff uh, yeah. book. Um, yeah. I read book. that. Book. Yeah. I finished reading that, you know, a few months ago. And um, that's what I did. Talks about total football. Yeah, great book. Great book. Yeah. Uh, funny coincidence. That's probably the last book. I don't think I read it, but I listened to it on the audio book. You know, and that's you know what I kind of plan to do on the on the drive into work to start next year is listening to some books and stuff like that. So we have yeah, my turn as well. Funny. Well, same one, <laughs> huh? Wow. Yeah. Awesome. All right. What is maybe one thing since it since you all happen to be on the same book? What is maybe the one thing that resonated with you the most out of uh, out of that book? Anything in particular? Um, just touches on the ball, you know, going out there having fun and you know getting as many touches on the ball as you can, you know, as a kid. You know, that's what one thing I saw and resonated with me because I harp on that with my little rec teams and stuff like that that I coach on the side. You know, just touches on the ball. Yeah, kind of the same thing. Uh, you know, touching the ball. Uh, I've I've done the Tovo, which is his son-in-law's yeah. uh, program. Todd Bean. Yeah, Todd Bean. Todd yeah. Bean. Yep, done that. It's awesome. Uh, saved a lot of that content. You know, so some of the stuff he's talking there, and then it related to when I when I actually got to read the book, talking about you know finding solutions. Not always just we're practicing this to do this, but you know finding solutions to the problem that's at hand. Yeah. So, yeah. so we try to try to work on a lot during the, during practice. 
Yeah, I got a great book, great book that I read not too long ago from Todd Bean as well. I can share that with you all offline, Coach, if you like. But yeah, Todd Bean's one of those who he looks at everything we do in terms of our sport from a curriculum base, and he he firmly believes in that teachers, educators can often make some of the best coaches in our game. You know, so so that's something in terms of the high school game that I think we need to continue to harp on a little bit more. There's more. There's a lot more there. I think in terms of oftentimes. You know, people tend to think that the high school coaches are not, you know, they're not whatever, whether it's qualified, professional, have that background, what have you. But there's yeah. there's more to well, it. So, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely seeing that less and less because I know that's when I was in high school, that was kind of the thing. It was just whoever, either the guy that was hired last, you're stuck with boys soccer or that, you know, and, you know, you see that less and less nowadays, which is awesome to see. Yeah. Great. So, all right, both of you here. So, your favorite and least favorite soccer team. This is where we usually ruffle some feathers here a little bit. So, <laughs> uh, favorite soccer team. I'll just have to say, you know, I'm a Houston man, so I'll just say, you know, Dynamo. You know, I'll stick stick to home. Uh, least favorite team right now, just Man U. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, teams I watch the most probably the Dynamo as well, just being a hometown over here, kind of been in a rough patch last couple of years, but hopefully, you know, new owner and things look like turning around. Right. Uh, you know, least favorite, you know, probably Kansas City, this big rival for Dynamo. You know, Sporting so. KC, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of like that, I think, with, with Colorado too, with the Rapids as well. So, yeah. A lot of people seem to have Kansas City seems to be on the top of lists for a lot of people. Sporting KC, so yeah. All right, that's an interesting one. All right, so next one. Both of you are uh, are are appointed as the soccer's are in America, right? What's one thing you would change effective tomorrow? What is what's the first thing you would change in soccer in America? Uh, me regulate the prices of clubs make okay. it a little bit more affordable to those that really love soccer yeah more of targeting pay to play right yeah 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 that's a that's a big subject you know that's a, that'd be definitely a, a 1b on my thing uh i think the other one is is coaching education i mean we talk about you know we want more coaches doing this kind of stuff but i mean just doing one topic through even someone like the United soccer coaches that you know are more affordable than some of the USS stuff. It's still four or five hundred dollars plus you're having to travel and do other things. And you know, you know, I'm not saying people can't make the sacrifices, but you know, yeah, sometimes it's hard. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't have many free weekends, but you know, to go to go to you know San Antonio or Beaumont or Dallas to go to a course plus you know with some young kids and things, so it, it makes it hard. So that's one of the things I would do. Right. Try to help grow the game, especially in the rural areas that have, you know, parents that are just coaching because no one else will do it. You know, you know they don't want to drop four or five hundred dollars on, on one thing just to help their music. Right. So, you know, make it more affordable, make it more, you know, more opportunities for those coaches to be able to learn some more and for myself. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, coach, you're always you're always welcomed in San Antonio. OK, so remember, just let me know. All right. Let me know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Next one. Um, who would play, you know, they're making a, a story. Hollywood's making a story, uh, 
They're going to make a movie on your life story. All right. Who would play you in a movie? Mm. <laughs> uh, probably for me, probably uh, maybe Miguel Herrera, <laughs> the head coach for Club America. <laughs> no, uh, that's <laughs> a different one. <laughs> say I'm animated just like him when I coach. Right. So oh, yeah, he's, he's animated, all right. He's I would feel maybe he would. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. That's that's definitely a first on the podcast. <laughs> Go turn. Uh, he had to put on a few pounds to, to match with my, my style here, but I just had to say, like, Adam Sandler. I think, you know, he's funny. There you go. I just have a good time, you know, deceptively athletic. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know he's known for being – he kind of has a reputation for being a baller, right, even though he doesn't yeah. quite look it. But, yeah, he's – and I think he has – is it, I think, end of the month or start of next month, he's got a movie coming out on Netflix, I think I saw. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. saw the trailer of that. Yeah, looks pretty good. It looks mm -hmm. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. kind of same thing. Every once in a while, if the teams are uneven, I'll, I'll jump in and play. And some of the kids are like, "Whoa, I didn't know you could move like that." Like, yeah, move <laughs> like that for a few minutes. So I can see the trainer afterwards, though. So. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, new, the new trainer's got to be used to me coming in there with a a, a bum hammy or. Hey, as long as as long as it's just the trainer coach and it's and it's not the AED with the trainer, you're all right, coach. You're all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right, okay. Next one, bucket bucket list destination place you guys need to go. You individually or the family before it's all said and done. Uh, I want to visit uh, Machu Picchu. Oh, nice. That's a hike. <laughs> yeah, uh, me. I'd like to kind of really travel across Europe to see the history. I'm a real big history buff, and no, I teach science. You know, a big history buff, love all the stuff, but see, see some store games over in England and make it over to, you know, Germany and see some Bundesliga or <clears throat> jump down to Italy, see some, you know, see Rome, go see some Serie A games. Like, yeah. it, you know, be a big, big trip would be pretty cool with that. You know, yeah. awesome. see the history of that and see some, some big time soccer. Great. Yeah. Good stuff. So in three words, you're limited to three words only. Why did you become a coach? Hmm. I guess, they can uh, just be individual words. They don't have to, it doesn't have to help formulate a sentence or anything. Um, fun. Chess. Exciting. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, this one, I've listened to most of the podcasts, and, you know, this one had to come up, so you got me. <laughs> I got you, Coach. I got you. Uh, <laughs> I got you. you know, passion, you know, fun, you know, obviously, and then really, you know, servant leadership, trying to give back with the kids, all the things that the coaches did for me growing up. Right. You know, I had a great home life, too, so, I mean, but the coaches just added on to it, and they meant so much to me growing up. So, you know, I want to pay it forward, and, you know, how many other times, you know, Besides doing the teaching part, which I love too, but how often do I get to pay to help teach the game? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well said. The coach, I think, I I think I know where you what you meant by chess, but I don't want to assume. Tell us a little bit more about that. What oh, to me, I look at soccer as a chess game. You yeah. know, I look at moving pieces. Um, I try to counter when they when another coach makes a sub. Right. I try to counter that sub with somebody who I think can neutralize that substitute or 
you know, somehow I can find a way to take an advantage over that substitute. So I look at it as a chess game. For me, it's a it's a complete chess game. Yeah, well said. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. That's I, I often refer to it as as the same as well. So that's kind of why I just wanted to get a little bit more of a in depth explanation on that. So yeah, good stuff. So next one, any hidden talent? Maybe a particular talent that maybe not too many people know that you kind of possess. Uh, I would say where you get to brag on yourself a little bit here. I would say I'm a. I know some of my friends will probably laugh at me if they're watching this because they think I'm a liar, but uh, I'm pretty decent bowler. <laughs> I can okay. I, I I can bowl pretty well. Um, highest game ever bowled was a 299. I messed up on the last shot to get a perfect game, yeah. so that kind of haunts me for life for a long time. But uh, I'm a pretty good bowler. You scared me there for a second. I thought you were going to say your hidden talent was lying. Like you said, you were lying. <laughs> I was like, you scared me there for a second. Like, Whoa. No, no, no. Coach Arrington, how about you? Uh, I don't know about hidden talents, really. You know, I think some people will get surprised and kind of get to know me and stuff that, you know, that, hey, that I, I do read books. I had one of the kids were trying to grab a snack out of my bag and like, you read books? I'm like, yes, I can read a book. You know, and then, you know, even just that, you know, some people, like I said, because I'm pretty jovial and I have fun and stuff, they, they get kind of surprised when I tell them, you know, that I graduated in the top 10 of my class, you know, that's uh, nice. But surprisingly, deceptively smart at times. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, sometimes my mouth doesn't show it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did have a. I did have one of my former players comment on a uh, comment to me back when I was back in my college coaching days, still back at the air force Academy. She kind of similar thing commented about a particular book that I was reading and was just kind of like, why, you know, I was like, I thought, I thought you had already read like all the books in the history of mankind. Right? It was kind of one of those. I was like, yes, I've read. Yeah. I, I've read every book ever written. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, you know how it is with your players when any opportunity to get one over on coach, they're going to, they're going oh, to sure. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. So, all right. So last one, last one we got for you. This one's a little different. This one's kind of a little bit more reflective. Obviously I've been, I've been, I've been asking this one as of late to many, even some of the many college coaches that we've had on here as of late, but um, biggest, the one maybe single biggest lesson learned that resonates with you from the, uh, from the pandemic coming out of this pandemic. Um, just really for me, it's a, oh, wait, one second, my dog, coach Harrington, if you can go real quick. All right. Uh, probably, I guess the biggest thing for me would be just the joy of it, you know, because in, in any instant, you know, whether it's something as bad as the pandemic been or anything else, you know, it can be taken away. Uh, you know, so it, you know, we're, when it happened a couple years ago, when we cut the season short, we were in second place rolling, uh, you know, about to finish the last few games with a couple wins and really making the playoffs and it just got taken away from our seniors. You know, I had a couple of girls that they were, you know, big time for us then and, you know, it just sucked this stunt for them that they couldn't finish out that season. So it's really probably the biggest thing is just enjoy the moment. Enjoy the game. You know, have fun. Especially the kid that tell them don't grow up too fast. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, off of him and just basically, you know, just basically like he said, um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. But um, just enjoy the moment, you know, enjoy the moment and, you know, just don't regret what you're doing and just live life, you know, to the fullest as you can, because you never know what's going to happen. Great. 
Yeah, great stuff, great stuff. Thank you, thank you both. So we start wrapping up here. Um, before we do so, just kind of want to give you all, as as customary, we like to give we like to give our guests the floor in terms of any any final final thoughts that they that they want to share. Thank you, shout outs, whatever final thoughts that you'd like to uh, respectively share, Coach. Um, I just want to, you know, big shout out to, you know, Coach Harrington for, you know, helping. He's going to help me. I know he hasn't helped. He's going to help me a lot during this season as a head coach. So I want to thank him. That's now. not what I signed up for, man. He's like, yeah, I, 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 I love, love it. I'm not going to help anyone. Yeah, I'm going to thank him now before season starts because I'll probably going to be right in his ear like, hey, you know, doing this, doing that. What's the best way to do it? So I want to give a thank you to him. Yeah. before we even get started on this journey together, creating this, uh, building a school together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see you coach Garcia. I don't want to see you come, uh, come March, April with a haircut like me, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that full set of hair. So I expect you to still keep it after year one. So. Oh yeah. Thank you. Great stuff. Uh, coach Harrington. I, you know, I big shout out to my wife that puts up with me all the time, you know, hopefully, you know, being home a little bit more now that I've only been doing one sport, maybe she'll hopefully she doesn't wise up and get rid of me or anything. So, uh, <laughs> otherwise, you know, like I said, just super excited to, to work with Coach Garcia. I mean, he might not have had experience, but um, I look forward to picking his brain and talking soccer and, you know, getting different ideas. And then, you know, really for both of us, you know, because at least for the referee shortage and stuff that we have, especially in the Houston area, you know, we're going to be playing games next to each other. A lot of our varsity games are the same size. So, I mean, we're going to be able to watch each other and kind of kind of feed off each other and build off each other and grow together, you know, as we kind of go forward, you know, hopefully some big things, you know. And then for any uh, any coaches out there that are looking for a tournament, I'm hosting a tournament here at Iowa Colony the first stop the first weekend. So we got about 19 signed up, looking for at least 12, if not, you know, not 16. So I'm right. be- and what are, what are the dates on that tournament again, Coach? Give us another plug. Uh, it's the first weekend. It's like January – Fifth, sixth, and seventh, I believe, are the dates. That Thursday through Saturday, that first weekend? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you currently have nine teams that are looking for three more. Is that right? At least three more. If I can get, you know, seven more and make a 16-team tournament, we have the capacity. You know, we have we should have two fields, and I'll go to around the turf field, and then we'll have a, another grass field that we can use. I don't have a, a catchy slogan for it, just to what it's called just yet, but I have some ideas, and then uh, – you know, I have an idea for a trophy. It's not going to be just a plain plaque for the winner. So it's going to be something a little different. Yeah. So hopefully something memorable. Good. And uh, real, real, real quick, some plugs maybe in terms of social media, Twitter, Instagram, personal, and or for your programs. Where can, uh, where can we find you? Hopefully, I don't know if you guys know them, not to put you on the spot, but what are those Twitter handles or Instagram handles? Where can we get more info and look up, uh, get more info on your programs, coaches? Uh, Coach Harrington, go ahead. All right. Uh, well, my uh, Twitter handle for the school is uh, at ICHS underscore girls soccer. And then, you know, I'll be posting a lot of stuff like that. Hopefully a lot of, you know, game day things, you know, highlights of our girls, which we talked about, you know, it's going to be, you know, historic, everything we do, you know, step on the field, historic, you know. <laughs> you know, it's the first goal, historic. So, yeah. I mean, we're hopefully I highlight a bunch of kids, you know, highlight all the students in the community. Uh my personal one is at Coach Harrington. The Harrington is only for with one R because the, the plague of having a long last name. But yeah. I when I made my Twitter account, I can only put one R in there. So there you, you just go. type in at Coach Harrington, you'll find. So. 
Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, for the boys program, for Iowa Connie, uh, for Twitter will be uh, IC underscore Pioneers M SOC, S-O-C. Um, that uh, just like Coach Harrington said, I'm going to post highlights, you know, profiles of players, you know, just stuff like that, just information about the school and what's going on with our program. And then my personal one, of course, is going to be at EDG underscore coach. Um, that's just going to be other stuff, other soccer stuff I do outside of school, you know, little rec teams or, or little comments. I might be posting about soccer or my personal life and you can find find stuff about me there. Awesome. Great stuff. Great stuff. Thank you again, coaches, for uh, for being on. Uh, it's great to be you know, it's great to be back on after, you know, we took a. Uh, Took about a three and a half weeks off uh, after covering the uh, the state tournament for you know like I said the last what was it about four or five weeks uh, leading up to the uh, the championship uh, championship week uh, so it was great to be with you all I wish you all you know our podcast team here the um, really I know the entire state maybe with the exception of maybe the other six schools in your district we all wish you the absolute best right <laughs> uh, we wish you the absolute best and full fledged varsity competition in year one. Uh, but uh, look forward, keep in touch. Let us know if there's any way in which that we can help. And uh, we look fo forward to uh, kind of covering y'all's journey along the way and uh, hopefully have you all back on here at some some uh, some point down the road. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we're both in the playoffs and we, we you can bring us back on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Awesome. Appreciate you guys again. Appreciate your accessibility. Wish you all the absolute best uh, in your respective first seasons. Again, go out, uh, go out and make history, right? So, uh, appreciate you guys again for our listeners. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for all you're doing and support. Good to be back. We'll be coming back with possibly another episode later this week. If not, we'll be back next week. Going to be bringing some more college coaches your way as well. So, again, you can find us on social. You can find us on Twitter at fifty underscore fifty pod. You can also find us on Instagram at fifty underscore fifty podcast, as well as on YouTube. That's where you can find all of our videos. You can find us on the 50 underscore 50 podcast. And then you can find, of course, you can find the audio uh, version of the podcast on all major social media, major podcast platforms. Sorry about that. So thank you again, coaches. Appreciate you. Thank you again to our listeners. And you know what to do until the next time. You've been listening. Keep downloading and keep <laughs> listening. You've been listening to the 5050 podcast powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading.